Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Friday episode. Um, I'm very excited today because I have Katie Bazer on. Now, I've done the interview just now, um, and as you guys know, I have uh, pretty bad ADHD at sometimes. Katie also has pretty insane ADHD. Um, and so both our minds and our conversations and everything go completely wild all the time in this. So be warned, you're going to be taken on a real roller coaster today, which is going to be great. Katie's um, a singer. She became viral on TikTok. Um, she does pranks. She does loads of things on social media. She's just great and everybody playing at all festivals. She's awesome. Um, so I'm really excited for today's episode. Okay, if you haven't subscribed already, please do and check us out on all social media, private podcast. Love this episode today with Katie Bazer. Okay, I'm going to get you into it. Oh my God, it was great. Okay, enjoy the episode. Here we go. Katie, how are you? How am I? How are you? Just divine. Just divine? Just splendid. Tranquil. Yeah. Uh, delightful. That's a good word. Happy. Uh-huh. Room temperature. Okay, that's good. How are you? Yeah, I feel all right. I've been doing um, Ready One Breakfast Show. Don't worry about it. Yeah, what? Don't, don't worry about it. What? what? But, but it was, it's really intense. It's crazy. It's getting up at 5.45 in the morning. No. What time do you get up in the morning? At my own will. At your own will. Midday. No, come on. No, no, no. Okay. At my own will, like 11, 10, really? sometimes midday. How do you sleep that long? I don't. I don't sleep until about three in the morning or maybe four in the morning because I'm just up. Do you know what it is? Do you know what keeps me up at night? What? Natural disasters. Tornadoes. What, thinking about them? Tornadoes. Or watching them? Both. Like, I'll, I'll think about, like, oh, my God, what happened? What would happen if there was a tornado or if there was, like, a hurricane or if there was, like, a tidal wave? And then I go on TikTok and look at, like, natural disasters and then I get really freaked out and then I can't sleep. Because I live right by the sea. And then I have this horrible vision of me, like, being asleep, feeling a rumble, and it's a huge wave. Yeah, but I will, would a, uh, has a hurricane or a tidal wave ever happened in Brighton? No. 
But it's so, not impossible. The world's crazy. The world is crazy. It's a crazy true. place. So hang on a second. So you go to bed at night freaking out about world disasters. Yeah. Lots of things, but mainly world disasters. Does your so so in the daytime you don't worry about it? No. Because I'm distracted. Then it gets to like nighttime and I'm just there with my thoughts, just like, hmm. What's going on in the world? And then I just think about all these ridiculous things that could happen. Like at one time, I, I had to do, I had to be up at like seven a.m. Yeah. And I was staying in London, and I was up until literally six thirty, just going, "What if there was a tornado? What the fuck would I actually do? What would I do? What would we do?" Anyway, sorry. I think I, I remember when I was a kid, my biggest fear was um, I watched a TV show called Land Before Time. <gasps> Did you ever watch The dinosaurs. That? Yeah, the dinosaurs. I love that show. It was so good. With Petrie. <gasps> and it was so good. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I used to watch it with my brothers. But I watched that and then <laughs> for about a week afterwards, I was so scared I was going to die. Oh no. Because if I was going to die, I'd go to heaven and there'd be dinosaurs in heaven. Mm. And I would find a sharp tooth. <sighs> so I really freaked out. But that make, I'm, that's because I was an overthinker. Does that make you an overthinker? I'm the biggest overthinker that's ever thunk, genuinely. Really? I think about everything all the time. Like right now I'm thinking about 17 different things all the time. It's quite uh, exhausting. Well, okay, well, so let's break this down because this is so interesting. So um, have, you, have you ever been tested for ADHD or anything like that? Yeah. When I was a kid, I don't, can it like go away as you get older? I don't think so. Okay, I had this thing when I was little where I couldn't walk in a straight line. Like I would be walking in front of my mum, just like la 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 la, like spinning and running and skipping. I could never pay attention to anything unless I was interested in it. Like at school, I hated school because they would like put me in a box. Yeah. Not physically, but like emotionally. (laughs) And be like, you know, do this and learn this. And I'd be like, but I want a colour. I want to run. So yeah, ADHD, riddle with the stuff. Yeah, well, it's the same. But but then if you if you manage to harness it in a in a positive, which you obviously are doing, it becomes a superpower. Oh my god, it's the best. Like yeah. in I'm lucky that I have a like a place and a career. Oh, place and a career where I can like you can use it. Be myself. That's why I hated school again because of the box. I'm not in a box anymore. Well, so okay, so, so talk, you grew up in Brighton. Is that where you grew up? I grew up in Southampton. So you grew up in Southampton. Okay. Um Mum and dad stay together? Yes. Okay, so mum and dad together, grow up in Southampton. Um, what were you like as a child? The same as what I am now, just a bit smaller. <laughs> I have always been... That's such a good answer. <laughs> Literally. I'm the same person. I like the same things. I do the same shit. Yeah. I find the same things amusing. I have not changed one bit. I've just grown. That's the best And my hair's be. a bit longer and I've dyed it and ruined it. I'm actually going to cut it all off. But I feel like I feel like you would have been like me. Did you always get into trouble with things? I was the bestest girl in the world. Really, most well behaved, quite cheeky, uh-huh. but not naughty. You were never naughty. I was a neek at school. I was the best. I was like revising, being good, never going out. And then I turned eighteen and was like, that is anything. Wait, hang on a second. So at, at, at school, because even though you dislike school, you still worked hard and you studied hard yeah. and you did all those things. Yeah, because I was, I'm terrified of failure. Like it keeps me up at night. That's another thing. Natural disasters and failure. That's what keeps me <laughs> up at night. The worst thing I did at school, yeah. the most trouble I got into, one of them, I got a senior staff one time, which is where you have to go sit with all like the, um, the main people of the school because I was late to tutor 20 times. Naughty girl. The other one. That's the only thing you got in trouble for. No, the other thing was I told my PE teacher to go fuck himself. 
Yeah, that's a big one. I was on the AstroTurf <laughs> playing football and he was like, why are you playing football? Like, you're with the boys. And I went, go fuck yourself, sir. And then I went, oh, pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> and then I literally got dragged, not dragged, sternly yeah. walked into the PE thing with Mr. Elliston, who I respected. You liked Mr. Elliston? I liked him, he was cool. Okay. And he goes, why did you tell him to fuck himself? And I went, because he's a dickhead. He hasn't, he's, he's an idiot, I hate him. And he was yeah, like, he's he, so good. He was like, yeah, that's fair. Like, he's an bad, And I was like, yeah. So did you always stand up for yourself then? No. You didn't? No. But you stood up for yourself with this teacher? Yeah, because I, I was going through something, I guess. I don't know what I was going through. I was just stressed out. And he was like one of those teachers that was like mildly sexist. And I don't stand for that. He was like, why are you with the boys playing football? And I was like, you? I was like, what? Why are you in an Astro turf with a load of 16-year-olds, you weirdo? Get out. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> I know. So, so how old are you? Sixteen this time? Oh, I'm, no, I must have been like fourteen. So that's amazing. So you you were standing up for what you believed in. You saw him as slightly misogynistic, yeah. and so you didn't like that. Mm-mm. That's a, that's a real strong character to have. Most people just fall back into a certain yeah. box, and like, they want to stand I know right from wrong, of course. But like in school, I was a bit of a sheep. I was quite shy. I wouldn't sing in front of anyone. I used to lock myself in the music rooms, turn all the lights off and like shut the curtains and like play the piano so quietly and sing are so quietly. Are you serious? Yeah, because everyone would be like, why are you singing? Like, that's so embarrassing. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. It's embarrassing. I know. It's and now am- I'm like... It's amazing how that happens when we're younger, right? Mm. Where we feel like <clears throat> we're so nervous to do what it is that we want to do because we worry that people are going to make fun of us, bully us, mm, whatever literally. it is. So you, so this is because I, I, I read something that you were 14 years old. You went to a Katy Perry concert. Oh, I was like, I was like six. You were six. That's a lie. Eight. You were eight years old. You went to this I was K- tiny. You went to this Katy Perry concert mm-hmm. and you were just like, okay, this is what I want to do. Okay, research. Don't worry about it. Hey, we're pros over here. Hey. hey we're, we're pros over here. <laughs> no notes, nothing. That no was, notes. No notes, nothing. <laughs> Straight out of my own head. <laughs> Um, but that, that's what happened, right? Yeah. My mum took me to the O2 to see Katy Perry and I went dressed as Katy Perry, the PG version, because I was only eight. But I had like this 20 inch long purple curly wig, yeah. sparkly leggings, sparkly top, sparkly shoes. And we like right at the very top, she was like this big. But I was like, how on earth has this tiny woman made everyone in the O2 feel like they're best friends? I feel like I know everyone. I feel like I've just overcome heartbreak and I'm eight years old. They don't know what love is, but I just love it. I was like, how have you done this? I want to do that. And I that, said it to my mom and she said, you can do whatever you want, Katie. And I said, too right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. So I, I have a friend of mine who is called Chrissy who loves Taylor Swift. <gasps> and she has the same reaction about Taylor Swift. She's honestly, I couldn't understand this. The other day I was sitting with her. She, I actually read this out on the podcast today. She actually messaged Taylor Swift. She, she, I almost want to find the message and read it to you, but this, this, and I want to see if you have the sort of same, um, same response. Here we go. So I found it, same response you do with Katy Perry. Okay, it's not there. Let me see if I can find this thing on the real one. So she messaged Katy Perry if I find this thing. And she, I don't know where it is. She <laughs> DM'd her saying, you've just got me through so much. You've spoken to me. You've touched my heart, everything. And I, and I said, why have you sent this message to Taylor Swift? She said, well, because everything that I've been through, she speaks to me. So did you have that with Katy Perry? Yes, at eight years old. I can't explain it. It doesn't make sense. Music is just like, 
I don't know, I find it I found it hard to like fit in when I was growing up mm. and music would just like take me to another place. Really? That's why I would like hide away and play music and sing and stuff, because it's just like But you're but from from sitting with you and being with you, you feel so confident. Oh I am now. Yeah. I'm great now. I feel great. But I used to be all shy. Once, oh my God, this is a terrifying story. I got asked to sing an assembly in front of everyone. Okay. And I sang um, Perfect by Pink. Pretty, pretty, please. Don't you ever have a feel? That one. Don't you ever feel? Like your last then. Fucking perfect. perfect. I couldn't sing Pretty, it. pretty, please. Oh, wow, amazing. Don't you ever want to be? <laughs> I got through the verses, got to the chorus, and I just... Nothing. Pretty, pretty, please. <laughs> Why don't you do it? No, you know I, I mean? can't do you do it. <laughs> so what happened? But, but yeah, I, I was getting to the chorus, and I couldn't sing it. I, I just stood there and was like, um, don't want to be here. Why? I was terrified. Everyone was staring at me and laughing at me. They were like, ha, 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 what's she doing? That's so weird. And then I would just stop singing. But then my friends in my tutor group started singing the chorus. And I was like, yeah, right, okay, I can do it now. Second time around, still couldn't do it. Wait, hang on. That's the sweetest thing ever. So you were in assembly, you've been asked to do this. And also, like, my school, they had, like, um, a theatre attached to the school. They were yeah. really heavy on the performing arts and the music scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thornton School, what do you know about that? Um, so it was, like, a big auditorium. Yeah. With the whole year, which was like 300 people. Okay. And half of them were just idiots, including me. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like daunting. Wait, hang on. So they asked you to do it. They were like, mm-hmm. okay, we want you to do this thing. Yeah, like just go sing. And I was like, okay, sure. And then I got to it and I was like, fuck this. This is terrifying. What were you scared of? Everything. What's people everything? looking at me, singing, people hearing me sing, people laughing at me, people looking at me. I was like, people can never believe this, but I was really like an like not sure of myself and I didn't really know who the fuck I was and what I wanted. Well, I knew I wanted to be a singer, but like nobody else believed in me apart from my mum, but I had always thought she was biased. Bitch. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that's with everyone growing up. I think we all have to go through those same experiences. I remember when I was younger, I had no idea. And also, I think, I I don't know because I'm not in anyone's head, but I always think, I, I think feel like everyone feels that way. I know. I think everyone feels like they don't really fit in. They feel a bit awkward. They feel you know, slightly nervous to do things. I think everyone has that. But you know when you're going through it and you feel like you're the only person in the world going through it? Oh my God, That's how I felt at school. And even at college, I just was like, this is so shit. I can't be dealing with anyone or anything. But if you you have your ADHD is kicking, like kicks in like I did, then, you know, when you're asked to do history or English or the things that you just don't want to do, it's very hard to concentrate. It is. And also I have this kind of savage mindset of like, when I'm... <clears throat> I had this in college, uh, studying music. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a singer. I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. And then I got to a point with my teacher where I was like, I said this to his face, and I, if I see you again, I really want to say sorry to you because I was mean. I was like, respectfully, sir, why would I listen to you when you're not out there doing it? And he went, uh, uh, uh and I was like, how are you going to teach me how to perform and how to do this when you're not doing it? You haven't done it. And everyone was like, oh. It's completely... Do you know what I mean? It's and then, a completely fair once point. Once I got in that mindset, it was, it was only at college, though, when I had this. In school, I was like, sure, I'll just doss about, you know, get my GCSEs. But then when I was like, I actually want to be a singer, what, what are you... Why? Who? Why? Who? So, okay, so... And I, then I had parents evening and they said, Katie needs to stop being so sassy. And I said, yeah, fair. 
That was their feedback. That, she's great, but she needs to just shut up. And it's I was like, yeah. so good. Okay, so take, me, so take me back to the thing. So you're, take me back to the Katy Perry concert. You're in the Katy Perry concert. You see Katy Perry. She's almost speaking to you. You feel this moment. This is the moment that you say, I want to be a singer. And I want to go for it. And nothing's going to stop me. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. I mean, you're so young, but knowing that's what you want to do. Typically, when you're younger, like I have, like when I was younger, I think I wanted to be a stuntman. And then, okay. your, and then your dreams kind of shift and change. Yeah. Why don't you think your dream ever shifted or changed? Why do you think you had that location, you that destination, you always went for it? I think it's because of what you just said. Like, I wanted to do everything. Like, I did sports. I did acting. I did dancing. Loads of things. And then the only thing that I never got bored of was singing. And when I was sad, I'd go sing. When I was happy, I'd go sing. Any, anything that I was feeling, I'd go and sing. Really? And then I just thought, wow, this is amazing. Imagine if I could totally do this for a job forever. Amazing. Sign me up. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing confidence to have, though. <laughs> oh, it didn't always. It wasn't always like that. Yeah, I remember, I remember you saying that. But I, I, it's amazing confidence to have. So then you go to college. You start doing music. You sit with your music teacher. You say to him that... <laughs> You just, why, you know, why is he, you know, teaching you when he hasn't done it himself? Mm -hmm. And then you go out and start doing it yourself, don't yeah. you? Yeah, because I was in college when lockdown happened. Yeah. So for the first year of college, I did musical theatre because I thought I wanted to be like a Broadway person. Mm. Broadway person? You yeah, know it's what a broad I mean? yeah, it's a Broadway person. A Broadway person. person. And then like a few weeks in, I was like, this is awful. The way people treat each other in musical theatre is genuinely terrifying. Like how? Like, on the first day, we had to get up in front of everyone and sing a song, and everyone just hates you. Everyone hates you. <laughs> Can I, everyone hates every each other. Every single time you're having to sing in front of you, you think. Everyone hates you. And then, like, when you go up for auditions and stuff, mm. if you get it, then they hate you. Or if they get it, everyone just is like... Because it's very competitive. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. This is, like, not... Me, I don't want to be a character. I just want to be me. So I dropped musical theatre and just did music. Yeah. And then I never really turned up to lesson. I would just lock myself in the music rooms and play the piano and make music. Who taught you to play the piano? Me. Your own brain? My own brain. Come on. I call her Stephanie. You call your brain Stephanie? Old Steph. No, you don't. No, I don't. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, so you, so hang on. So you taught yourself. How do you teach yourself? I don't know. It was in school because I would never, during like lunches and breaks, I wouldn't, well, I would go chill with people, but then I'd be like, I just want to go and play the piano or like write a song. And I would just sit there until it sounded pretty. And obviously at the start, it was like <laughs> terrible. Although I thought it was sick at the time. And then I just, I don't know, I started, like, one day I just woke up and I was like, oh, so that's a major, that's a minor, that's a C and an A. And a... No, come on. You can't, no. that's, there's no way. Is that how it happened? I just sat there every day. But how did, do you know how to read music? No. So you, you, you went to the piano <laughs> and just started playing it and just guessed by hearing it? Yeah. Until it sounded pretty. That's almost, <laughs> that is insane. That, that's really unique. Thanks. I, I would say, I, I, I'm guessing here, right? That is really <laughs> unique because firstly, typically kids get distracted. That's almost going into like a sort of flow state. Yeah. And you're just like, you're, once you find something that you love... It's you, all I focus on. It's all you focus on. Yeah. It's like when I'm in the studio, I never realized that this was like a thing that was cool. But I will write a song and then I won't look at the words. They're just in my head. Like I, whenever I'm recording a song, I never write the words down. And it always annoys my manager because she's always like, send me the lyrics. I'm like, I never wrote them down. They're just in my brain. Is this true? 
So I think we're in the, the in the presence of a genius. That that's genius. That is insane. Never though. in my life would I thought I'd be called a genius. But that's that's amazing. Wow. Thank so, you. So how do you remember it in your mind? I don't know. It's like, I think it's like with the piano thing. Like it just sits in my brain perfectly. Like I had a writing camp the other week. My first ever writing camp, which was very cool, where you just kind of make songs with all the people you love. Yeah. I didn't write one thing down. I I, I don't know why. And I always thought that like everyone did that. But like, I don't, I, when I look at something, that's when I fuck up. Like, you know, when we were saying about the liners, like when I look yeah. at a liner, I'm like, what am I saying? But if I just like. If you have in your head, you're mm. right. Do you know what's going to be so interesting about this episode is that you and I both have so much ADHD. We're going to go on all these, ta- like someone, oh, listening, to this, yeah, someone listening to this is going to be like, where the fuck is this podcast Why are we going? talking about natural disasters? <laughs> I know. Because I'm terrified of them, okay? <laughs> now Tornadoes. we're here. Tornadoes, what? Okay, so <laughs> you, you you would lock yourself in the music room and just and play the piano and mm-hmm. you would learn. How long did it take you to learn to play it? I started in like year eight and I could play. Again, I'm not like an amazing piano no, player. No, for sure. But like I can do some nice things. But in school, I started in like year eight. How old are you in year eight? Like 13? I don't know. 13, maybe. And then in college, I got really good because it's all I would do. Because I just studied music. I would just hide. It was like a massive... High ceilings, big windows, lovely grand piano in the corner. I just locked myself in it. I would like have a spare key and go in in the morning before my lessons and just da da da. You're like a sportsman. It is like a sport. It's like it's an athlete. Oh. Well. <laughs> but it is a little bit like that. It <laughs> is. And also that means you're just so focused on doing it. Okay. So you, you learn the piano, you, you're doing all these things. You then start make, creating music. Mm-hmm. Lockdown happened, as you said, and oh, um, worst time of life. It was terrible. Why was it so terrible? I just for you? hate lot. I hate being in the same place. Yeah, and like, I just hated it. The only thing I liked was being with my dog every day. That's it. So you enjoy Gus. you enjoy that change where you can change. Yeah, because like now every day is different. I'm always somewhere with someone or doing something fun. Yeah. Whereas in lockdown, before this was life, I was just doing fuck all and it was so boring yeah nothing was open not even mcdonald's you, you're, life was sad you're, you're uh, uh, i i think we we what we have is where we chase endorphin rushes mm. we like to be entertained and thrilled all the time yeah we want to be riding that roller coaster all Whereas the time in lockdown the only thing i looked forward to was the thursday clap that was it <laughs> and i used to like it because the trucks would go what and i'd be can you hear the chugs going? You hear that? Let me sample that. The fuck? That was all I looked forward to. Also, I did some tie dye in lockdown. Got really good at tie dye. I did. That's amazing. Make some tie dye. Yeah, but that was that was about as good as it got. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, but then you started going on TikTok. Yeah. And I heard you wrote some music, found some like beats from YouTube, mm-hmm. put it together and posted it. My God, research. Don't worry about it. Once again, don't worry about it. There's don't more to come. There's it. more to come. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why, so explain what happened there. So I would never post anything on social media because, well, I would, but then I'd delete it straight away because I'd be like, oh my God, people think I'm weird. People think I'm like being weird because I'm singing. Blah. And then my brother and my dad sat me down and they were like, just post a video, okay? And if if you post it, and it doesn't blow up, I'll give you 50 quid. And if you post it and it does blow up, then you give me 50 quid. And I was like, fine, a bet, I'm in. I'm into it now. It's a game, now it's I'm in. It's, now it's a game. Okay, so we've worked out how it... How, yeah. For you, if you create a game for you, then, yep. it, then it works. Yep, 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 exactly. Like when I was doing my GCSEs and I was like, I'm not, I don't want to revise. And he was like, well, if you get an A, I'll totally buy you this. And I'm like, fine, <laughs> sold. And I'm like, really hard. Anyway, um... Do you remember that time when lockdown was like over? Yeah. And then they were like, psych, it's back. Do you remember that? Yeah. So my mum was away and I had my best friend with me. Yeah. And I, it was amazing because I hadn't seen her for ages and she Who's was like staying friend? with me, Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. We love you. Um, and then my mum calls me and is like, Molly's got to leave. Lockdown's back on. My mum was a bit crazy with lockdown. Like that's yeah. why it also was, drove me insane. Yeah. Um, she was like, we've got to go. Your parents were quite oh crazy God. with lockdown. You're going to kill me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, but, I'm just I, a girl trying to have fun. Yeah, like, oh I, my God. I think people were quite crazy. I went down to my mum's for lockdown. And honestly, after three days being with her, I was like, I'm going to murder you. I'm literally going to kill you. I'm gonna, Imagine I'm that gonna, for like eight months, though. I'm going to murder you and put you underneath the floorboards, and no one's ever going to yeah, find you. No one's ever going to know because it was lockdown. Because it was lockdown. COVID. And Sorry. also, Mike, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. I didn't kill her. No, I didn't kill mine either. Okay, good. Okay. What was I even saying? I can't this remember. is my problem. This is our problem. <laughs> no, we're what talking we about so, so Oh yeah, Molly. Yeah, okay, okay. Molly, okay. So my mum calls me and is like, Molly's gotta go. She's gotta go. Lock lockdown's back on. We've got to go back to just me and you. You know, we can't we can't do any of this stuff anymore. Like, and your what? dad and your bro? No, my dad lives in Brighton because he works in Brighton and he was just staying there. My mum was like, No one can come in the house, la la. So it was oh, just so me. So she and went her. real ninja on it. Ninja warrior. Okay. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um so I I like hung up the phone and I just started crying and I was like because I, I, I wasn't even 18 yet. And I was like, I'm going to have my 18th birthday in like locked in my house and I can't even see my friends and la, 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 la. And I was so upset. And I was like, how am I going to be a singer? Like the world is over. We're never going to get out of lockdown. Do you know what? It, it, that, that is upsetting. It was because I, I like, I live in like a, I'm from like a shit area. And like even trying to become a singer without lockdown or all these like, problems yeah. is difficult enough as it is but when you're like locked in the shit hole that you're in it's like how am I going to get out and I was just in this endless cycle of like I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it and I'm just going to live like this blah, blah, blah. so I made a song about literally just feeling like it was like, I'm broke I've got bills up to my ears started to smoke la 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 it's called average student about how mm. life is just shit and then I recorded what are the it. lyrics he goes I'm so broke should I just play it for you yeah all right let's just get, the first bit okay um, well you can sing it I don't want to sing to you, sorry. All right, okay, I'll sing it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 wrong one. <laughs> Average, Average. I'm so broke. Yeah, I got bills up to my ears. I started to smoke. Drinking cheap wine and shitty beers. I'm saying it's jokes. Jokes, what? But really, I'm holding back the tears. I'm debating my 
Anyway, you get the gist, depression, okay? <laughs> yeah, I just thought, hey, like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, how, what, how am I going to do it? How am I going to get out? Do you, do you just quickly, again, do you, do you, I feel like you have a bit of like a, that Amy Winehouse twang in the voice. Do you, do you, have you, do you feel that or no? I love that from you. Thank yeah. you so much. You do though, right? Do I? Well, I think so. I mean, in my limited sort of, I'm not too musical. I know you probably am guessed. I'm not that musical, but I, it, it, there's that, there's that sound in there. Yay. Yeah, oh, I think so. Thank you so much. Don't worry about the it. The treat. So, hang on. So, you were feeling depressed? Mm-hmm. Actually? Yeah. Depressed. Okay. Like, I couldn't do anything. I didn't want to get out of bed or do anything. And then, because my friend was leaving me, I was like, fuck. Like, mm. now I just... But it's hard to, like, relate to someone who, like, thinks differently to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, my mum was so, like... Lockdown, la la la. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't actually care. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a bike ride, come back at 2 a.m. on a bike ride. Yes, mum. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Why are you drunk, Katie? I'm not. Where have you been? Nowhere. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care. Yeah, of course. And then my, my friend was leaving and I was just like, oh, back to being like locked in a house. It's so boring. Mm. So I was just made a song about being really sad and not really knowing what to do. And I put the phone up. Was in my pajamas, no makeup, just like and then I turned my phone off because I wanted to delete it, but I had this weird inkling of like, don't delete it. What was it? Why? What was the? I inkling? don't know. I believe in like messages and things for sure, one hundred percent, good things. Yeah. And I felt something just go, don't, just don't do it. And I was like, okay, turn my phone off, and then Molly leaves. My other friend comes and gets me, and I was like, we're going for a drive, and we went to the glorious MNS car park. Great. Because that's where we have fun in lockdown. And I tapped my phone back on. Is that where you went and had fun? At M&S Car Park. Because no, nobody was in it. Really? Just... <laughs> All around the car park. When it wasn't driving, obviously, just pretending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tapped my phone back on and I had like like half a million views and like 20,000 new followers. And I was like, what the fuck is this sort of number? Never seen it before. And then we opened all the car doors, connected the aux, and just played the same loop for like two hours. I was like, I'm going to be a singer, oh my God. A what few... did you feel in that? What, what, what were you feeling at that moment? Because you, so you, you had been feeling depressed, feeling mm-hmm. down. And then you're in the MLS car park and suddenly you see, you know, all of your fears yeah. that you had been through in the assembly, um, you know, at college, don't want to sing in front of people, don't want to do it. You're, yeah. you're, you find this bet you had with your dad and your brother, yeah. you finally put it out there and, f- and, it's, and it's a hit. The first one, boom, mm-hmm. it's a hit. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Craziness. Really? Also like, I was like, what the fuck? This isn't real. Ha ha ha. This is not real. And then I kind of just thought like, oh, well, that's cool. I guess I'll post another one. But before I posted it, I got a message from Dakota, who's over there, my manager. And she called, she messaged me on Instagram saying, hey, can you give me a call? Hang on, wait, wait, this is, wait, how was it? This is like the day of the TikTok? Like the day after. The hustlers? Oh my God. That is insane. And she, she told me that um, her boss, the, the guy of the manager, like the leader of the management, I, didn't, I never know what to call the him. Leader. What is he, a, a boss? The, the leader. The leader. The leader. <laughs> the, leader. <laughs> the leader of the manager. This is EMI, right? No, this is chosen by management. Okay, fine. Apparently she went in and showed um, Alistair. Him, yeah, the leader. Goes, he goes, the leader. He goes, get her on the phone now. And then, oh fuck, sorry, I'm getting a bit passionate. Don't worry, I'll um, too. Fuck you. Um, and then she messaged me like, oh, can you give me a call? And I was like, okay. And then I called her and I was like, who are you? What do you want? <laughs> she was like, hi, darling. Like, do you want to come to London? Like, we like your music. We're a management company. La la la. And I was like, sure. 
My brother's a barrister, like a lawman, and he stalked everyone in the company and was like, cool, don't think they're going to kill you, but I'm going to come with you just in case. And then we meet them. Love, love them. Best friends. Can, can I ask? Can I can I ask this quickly? What, what did you what, what do you see in Katie when you when you see that on social media? What do you see? What do I? Yeah. What did you see? Um, I just like the lyrics. Because your lyrics do you it's it's it, what you do is you you, you look, I'm sure lots of um, God. This is so hard to sort of articulate, but lots of musicians write about what they're feeling, mm. but you write about what you're feeling yeah. and, and I think you you you're what it feels like you're so authentic to yourself I, I think and not not just as a compliment but I just think so you cool. are but I think Damn, you are I, you. I don't know and just from an outsider's perspective you are so when you're writing your lyric that's why with Katy Perry that's why it felt so much to you because you can tell that she's being so real yeah so you can feel what yeah. she's feeling and so when you're writing stuff you're writing about what you're feeling that's why the audience can feel what you're feeling exactly but do you know you're doing that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, whenever I write a song, I'm just like, what would I say to my friends? Like, what would I say? And then I would just say that. You know what I mean? Like, how would I? I wouldn't metaphorically dress it up and be like, oh, my God, my heart is in pieces. Love. No, I would not be all like bullshitty and whatever. I'd just that, say, no. look, everything's fucked. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. Yeah. I've got no money. This is so boring. La, 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 la. And it connected with people. Which is really cool because I've tried. I tried to like. I don't know. I, I didn't really realize that people like that sort of stuff. They do. People crave for authenticity. But like I, I used to love writing stories when I was a kid, and I loved poetry. Like I smashed my English GCSE. Don't you worry about that. I love words. I love rhyming. So I was just like. But why? Because it it, it makes. Because you... it just sounds like a song. Yeah. I think stories and like poems are so beautiful. Like when I went was in year 11 we had this whole like poet this is boring we had a whole like poetry nothing is boring by the thing. way this is all uh, just insane we had a um we had this like segment that's not right <laughs> segment what's the word <laughs> section what is it it's like a, a, a like a series of lessons <laughs> that's not right either know. you know what i mean I know, there yeah. was like a, a like a semester a, <laughs> some, a semester it's like a, poetry yeah it's like a section yeah we had like a thing in our exam where we had to study poetry <laughs> and there was this one poem called war photographer yeah and it was like amazing and like heart-wrenching and sad but like so powerful and i was like I can't see what this guy is seeing, but with the words, I can see what he's seeing. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. And I just think that's such a powerful thing, words, and yeah. like what they mean and where you put them and how you say them. So I just, I, I love that. And I think... Yeah, but you, you, but you, but yeah, but it's good. <laughs> but also I can see you're getting like, almost you're feeling shy about it, but you shouldn't. That is, you're, you're speaking, it's so true. Words can honestly paint a complete exactly. picture and make you feel so much. Exactly. And I struggle with words. Like when I'm when it comes to my actual issues and communicating, pfft, terrible. Can't do it. Yeah, but funny. in a song, I'm like, here's exactly what I feel and why I feel it and how it happened and what I was wearing and what day it was and what the weather was like. But I can't tell you that to your face. Why? I don't know. It makes me want to like crawl into a corner and just disintegrate. Into but why dust. though? Because... It, it, it's such a nice thing to mm -mm. speak about the way that you feel. No. Makes you feel better. No. So you have to sing it. Yeah. And then like if I've got a problem with someone or about something, once I sing about it, over it. Fine. But I can't, I can't sit down in a room. The only person I can do that with is my dad. 
Really? So you can sit with him and yeah, say yeah, I can tell him anything and Dakota actually, but like friends I can't I just feel like awkward and I get like I never get nervous anymore but I get nervous when I'm talking about my feelings and I go like mute which is something that I bet you can't believe but I do <laughs> I got so many questions okay hold on. I, just wanna, I got so many questions um but first you just on the thing so you you get 500,000 views you're, you're oh my god so far away I told you honestly honestly people listening are having a wild time right now <laughs> they're having a wild time <laughs> I'm just I'm just clinging on to my own mouth, thinking like, where are we? I forgot what you were talking about that. <laughs> but you you get the five hundred thousand views, and um, you scream, you shout, you you go home, and you you tell your your mum. Yeah, my mum, my brothers. My mum was like, yeah, cool, because like obviously, I, I guess it's kind of difficult to believe that one video is going to change my life, and like mm. I was kind of like that. But then the next day, when it all sort of like started to happen, yeah, I was like, fuck me, maybe this could actually happen. But the next day, I had a million views, right? Mm-hmm. It just kept growing. And then obviously Dakota found me, went to London, met the producers, everything was perfect. And then the producers like, do you want to come back next week every day and make music? And I was like, yep. And then I went home, quit my job, said I'm going to be a pop star, get out of my face. And then I what was your What was your job? I just got a job at the co-op because I worked in a bar since I was You 15. working in the co-op would have been, oh my God, <laughs> hilarious. No, literally. I worked in a pub um, for like five years. That's a lie. Three Five years. years. <laughs> Three years. Fifteen to like eighteen. Okay. Um, so you knew I, what you knew what work ethic was. You understand yeah, yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I, had... I got a job when I turned thirteen. I had two jobs when I was thirteen. Hang on, how have we missed this out? So, what was your first job when you were thirteen? I worked in a chip shop. Did you? Mm-hmm. Called the Chip Stop. Lovely what did you stuff. make? Although I can't have vinegar anymore because it just disturbs me. <laughs> Why does it trigger you? Oh God! <laughs> I used to come home with it like pouring out of my skin. <laughs> I can't, even like the thought of it makes me want to shiver. When you see it in a big like jug, it's not cute anymore. It's not, right? I can't. Mm-mm. So you had a shot in the chippy and then what was the other job? A, a maths tutor. <laughs> Sorry, at 13, okay. what is because, going on? Because my mum, I was... <laughs> Sorry, no, you can't. I was terrible at maths. Like, Okay, yeah. So I, you thought, I know. I, know. I, I think I have number dyslexia. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is a thing. Numbers would, even now, like trying to remember a phone number or like a postcode, I have to look at it like seven times. Anyway, with shit at maths, my mum put me in extra maths classes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, mum. Very mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, every Tuesday. Um, and then as the years went by, the guy was like, do you want a job here? And I was like, sure. Sorry to all the kids I told. I don't fucking clue what I was doing. <laughs> Extra 20 quid a week, though. What? Sorry. <laughs> you taught other kids maths, maths when you were number dyslexic. <laughs> Literally. They'd be there like, what am I doing? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Just, Just really think hard in the arts of my cup. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be there like yeah. drawing pictures. La, 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 la. Yeah. Just guess. Just guess. <laughs> Wow. So, okay, so that was your, and then your second, then job 15 years old was in the pub. Yep. I also so, taught people how to surf for a while when I was in Cornwall for the summer. Could you surf before that? You could. Yeah. So you, so you, you lots for, of things. So all so you knew this workout. So then, for when this opportunity came along, you were just like 100. percent I'm going to do this, and I'm going to go flat yeah. out, and I'm going to make it work. Because I, I just I just got a new job at the club, and I was gassed because I was like, I'm going to save up all my money yeah. and then go to a recording studio and record all my music. I did one shift, and yeah. then I posted the video. Went to London, came home for my second shift, cried the whole way through it. Because I was like, how have I just gone from normal life to yeah. like everything I've ever wanted and more? And then now I'm back in the co-op 
and I cried the whole time and I got in the car and I was like, mum, I'm quitting. And she goes, no, don't do that, Katie. Like, you don't know what's happening. I was like, no, I'm quitting. Went in the next day and I was like, hello, boss mm. man that I've not met yet. Mm -hmm. I'm quitting. And he said, okay. And I called the girl. I was like, I'll quit my job. And she was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. And creating like, no plan B is always no, a good thing. you got to do that. Go all in. Like, yeah. these, these chances don't come around often. So give it my undivided. Okay, everyone, I hope you're still holding on. Go and click over to part two, where you can listen to the rest of the episode with Katie Bezer.